Hi, podcast. Hope you're well. On the Daz interview, I mentioned the seven tips for new professional wrestling trainees. And I've said that you could find that on a feed, on the podcast feed. And I think I've mentioned that a few more times as well. But actually, you cannot find it on the feed because I realized afterwards that I haven't put it out yet, like an idiot. So this is me putting out my seven tips for new professional wrestling trainees. I hope you like this episode. I hope it's helpful. And let me know if you have any questions. Tweet me at DeFrancisco underscore one or send me a message on Instagram at DeFrancisco underscore one as well. Besides being a really good professional wrestler, because of course I am, I'm David Francisco. I'm also a trainer. I've trained people in Portugal. I am a trainer at Knuckle Locks uh, here in London in the UK. I've taught seminars in other places in the UK. I've taught seminars in France. I've taught seminars in Italy. I've taught seminars in Portugal. And even though I can't say yet that I'm one of the top trainers in the world, that honor goes to people like Lance Storm, Chris Hero, if he decides to teach seminars. Mike Quackenbush, he has a YouTube channel here that you should subscribe to. I still spent a lot of hours in a ring teaching people. A lot of hours. One of the things that I've been doing in Knucklelocks for years has been the beginner's course. In Knucklelocks, when people want to start training with us, we ask them to join the beginner's course. And for the past, I don't know, three years, four years, I've been teaching all the beginner courses in Knucklelocks. I have initiated hundreds, and I'm not even exaggerating, hundreds of people in wrestling. And there seems to be a few patterns when it comes to questions that people ask and things that people should know before they start training. So today I'm going to give you a list of seven things you need slash need to think about if you are going to start to train to become a professional wrestler. Number one, there are street shoes and there's wrestling shoes. I am always amazed. I have to mention this one. When I was a kid, I wouldn't do PE with the same shoes that I would use normally. I would have shoes to use in PE. If we were having a class in specific places, we would even have to buy specific shoes we would only use in PE. I don't know if that happens here in this country. Portugal may be weird about that, but it's this kind of shoes. I don't know if you use these ones. Tell me if you do in the comments. And in PE, we would do what? Football, we would do sports where you have to stand up on your feet. It wouldn't involve rolling around everywhere. I feel like with every beginner course, there's at least one person that doesn't understand the concept of you're going to roll around in the ring, you're going to be on the floor a lot, maybe don't use the same shoes you use on the street. I'm not even saying invest in wrestling shoes, but just bring another pair of shoes. Don't come in into the school wearing a certain pair of shoes, get dressed, and then put the exact same pair of shoes to go and train. Use a different pair of shoes. Trainers is fine. Something. Don't get my ring canvas dirty. Number two, it's gonna hurt. Professional wrestling is this weird contact sport where, I don't know, 67% of the time you're being thrown into the floor as hard as you can only to get up to be thrown again into the floor or you're throwing someone into the floor as hard as you can so that they can get up and you throw them again into the floor. It's gonna hurt. You've seen martial arts videos or you've seen something on YouTube when it comes to martial arts training where they are specifically getting calluses in certain parts of their bodies so that it doesn't hurt to use them. 
person, I have this memory of seeing this video of someone like kicking a piece of wood like hundreds and hundreds of times so that their, their shin and, and their, their foot would develop resistance to pain. And it has to be the same thing in wrestling. Crash falling hurts. Running the ropes hurts. Putting people in locks and, or getting put in holes hurts until it doesn't anymore. Just know that it's going to happen. You're going to have to go through it so that your body develops the resistance to it and adapts to it. And once you endure it, you'll get used to it and it will be fine. Well, as fine as this dangerous sport allows you to, but you'll be fine. Number three, you won't learn the cool stuff. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm not going to teach you power bombs yet. I'm not going to teach you cool kicks yet. I'm not going to teach you really cool submissions yet. The same way that when you go to school, you don't start by reading Hamlet. You need to learn the letters first. Then you need to learn words. Then you need to learn sentences. Then, eventually, after a lot of work and years in school, you'll start reading books like Hamlet. Even the first books you'll read won't be big classics of English literature, with the exception of Dr. Zeus, maybe. Dr. Zeus is a classic. So if you are frustrated about being in week three of your wrestling training and you haven't learned yet the cool stuff that you've seen on TV, then one, you don't get the concepts of training, and two, maybe professional wrestling isn't for you. Do you love professional wrestling? Or do you love that cool thing that you saw once? Relax, you'll get there. Until then, learn to enjoy and be really good at the basics you've been taught. Because the better you are at that stuff, trust me, the better you'll be at the cool things you wanna see later. Number four, you don't know anything about wrestling. And this is not exactly a debate of, oh, you've never been in the ring, so you can't have opinions of wrestling. I mean, you've never done a movie and you have opinions of a movie, and that's fine. But if you chose to start a journey that will take you on a different path than you when you were going to, when you were just a fan, then you also need to understand that this path needs different behaviors. Obviously, this will depend on the school you pick, but generally, the people who are training you in wrestling will know about wrestling more than you and will definitely know about teaching wrestling and about the process of learning professional wrestling way more than you. Yes, you may be very knowledgeable as a wrestling fan, but when you step through that door into that wrestling school, you took off your hat of fan, put it to the side, and you put on a new hat that you never wore before. The hat of a trainee professional wrestler. Not a wrestler, not a wrestler in training, a trainee. Do you get it? It's a new hat, it's a new role, you've never been in it before. Keep your critical thinking, absolutely. But understand that you're not there to teach, you're there to learn. And while we're on the subject, your finisher and your persona, they stayed on the other side of the door of your wrestling school. Number five, you will eventually have to train in a group. I believe it is possible to initiate people in wrestling in one-on-one -on -one classes. I've done them, dozens of them. But it gets to a point where your development will halt if you are not in a group environment. You need to be seen by other people, you need to interact with other people, you need to wrestle with other people so that you can learn the different things that you can learn from each and every one of those people. And I'm not even talking about different trainers, even fellow trainees. Wrestling someone that you've never wrestled before will teach you so much. Of course, 
you need to be ready to wrestle first. And until you're ready to wrestle, then it is absolutely possible to have one-on-one -on -one classes. Just keep in mind that if you pass that point where you know you do want to train regular wrestling and you want wrestling in your life, once your linear development has happened, you need to start joining group classes. Number six, your only homework is getting in shape. It's the number one question I get at the end of classes with beginners when I ask, are there any questions? They ask me, what can I do during the week to develop this wrestling specific thing that we've trained today? Or what can I do at home to get more reps or get more experience or be more ready for the assessment that we do to all beginners at the end of the beginners course? And they do mean the holds, the moves, even the rope running that we train in that course. And my answer is always the same, nothing. You don't develop your football skills in a kitchen. You don't develop your rugby skills in your living room. You don't develop your wrestling skills at home. You develop all these skills, no matter what the sport is, where that sport is played, in the school that is teaching you that. And trust me or any trainer that you're training with, you'll have enough time. You'll be fine. You're just nervous. Calm down. The one thing you can and should be doing at home is working on your athleticism and physical condition. The majority of the people that start training wrestling with me were not doing any sport at the time and they were looking at wrestling to help them get into better shape and find a new love for physical activity, which is great. It's a great reason to start professional wrestling. You're more than invited to join Knuckle Locks if that's what you want. Just know that that one session a week is not going to be enough for you to be at a physical level that will allow you to be successful in wrestling. So what you can do during the week is a workout that's gonna focus on your physical condition. It doesn't have to be every day. It can be two, three times a week, plus the wrestling class that you're doing every week. Trust me, more than practicing a lockup or a wrist lock thousands of times, that is the number one key to make sure you're successful at the beginning of your journey as a trainee professional wrestler. There's no such thing as fake athletes. And number seven, maybe the most important one of all, fear is the enemy of progress. Wrestling is counterintuitive. As a trainee of professional wrestling, you will be doing things that your body doesn't comprehend. There'll be plenty of times where to be able to progress in professional wrestling, you will, in your mind, be putting your safety at risk. In a way, it's no different than someone who does gymnastics learning how to do a front flip. You need to put yourself in the position of going head first against the floor to learn how to propel yourself and rotate enough to land on your feet as opposed to landing on the top of your head. Wrestling has a lot of these moments and a lot of these situations, especially in the beginning when you're starting to develop that ability. Some people are naturally gifted with this crazy gene in their minds where they don't give a crap and they just do it and if they die, they die. And some people don't and they struggle with that in the beginning a lot and that's fine as long as you don't give up. If you give in to that fear and let it control you, it's gonna stop you and paralyze you. But if you understand it's normal to feel that way and understand you need to do it, whatever that is, while you're fearing doing it, then you'll progress. And you realize that there's nothing to fear. You'll think that it wasn't that big of a deal when actually you just became better. I hope that helps and that you've learned something out of it. If you want to hear more about training, I've done an episode with Daryl Allen. You can hear it here on the podcast. And since you're here, make sure you follow and subscribe, leave me a rating, and I'll talk to you next time.